Today, the church begins this great Lenten journey with Jesus on the road to Jerusalem. And we have been doing this for centuries, and it has been a time of very intense spiritual, a spiritual time, as we all try to follow Jesus more closely with our lives. Why are there 40 days in Lent? It's a very sacred time, 40. It took 40 days for sinfulness to be drowned in the great flood of Noah before a new creation could be brought forth upon the earth. It took 40 years for the generation of slaves to die before the freeborn could enter once again into the promised land. And for 40 days, Moses, Elijah, and Jesus fasted and prayed to prepare themselves for their life's mission. So Lent is a time for us to join in this sacred time, to turn from our own sins and, self, and, sins and, and our own selves in a time to turn away from that, to live a new life. It's a time to come together as God's people, to join with Christ. As we heard in Matthew's Gospel, we are to go to our rooms, close our doors, pray to our Father in secret. And when we fast, no one is to see that we are fasting but our Father. And when we give alms, keep your deeds of mercy secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. And through this Lenten exercise of prayer, fasting, and giving alms, so to speak, it's like spring cleaning for our lives. And... Um, it's a time in which we sharpen our spiritual sen senses and we treasure very much the time that God has given to us in our lives. I think one of the practices that's maybe most misunderstood of all of these, most misunderstood, is that of fasting. Fasting in ancient times was only a religious practice. But today it has all different kinds of overtones. Today we have political and social fasting. We have hunger strikes. We have health and um, ideological fasting, the, uh, these kind of like these cleansings, so to speak, of our bodies. We only eat certain kinds of food or certain kinds of drinks for certain amounts of time, cleanse ourselves. We also, too, know there's pathological fasting called anorexia. Then there's aesthetic fasting around the, the cult of the body, believing that thin is better in life. And then there's the fasting that has no choice whatsoever. Necessity, where millions 
literally millions on the face of the earth, lack the indispensable amount of food that they need and they die, hunger, all these different kinds of fasting. None of these fasts have nothing to do with religion or relationship with God, but they're a countless part of people's lives. But still, fasting is good and advisable during the season, but we have to put it in the right place. And Lent is, above all, a good time for us to, dis- to discover once again on this particular devotion and discipline in our lives, the spiritual discipline. When we fast, we are denying ourselves something that's really very good and important and a necessity of life. And we are saying something to God. Whenever we are fasting, we are staying away from something that we are saying we want for ourselves. We are turning away from self-indulgence. And we are moving away from something that is self-centered. We don't just have to fast, of course, from food in life. It's all different kinds of things that we can fast from during this season. We can be very creative about fasting. We might consider fasting from some aspects of media. We might consider our obsession maybe with our smartphones or social media. Maybe have a screen-free night or a screen-free Sunday. We might ask ourselves, are our smartphones becoming kind of like cigarettes, you know, of the 50s? In other words, are we addicted to them? Can we live without them? You know, I wonder about that sometimes. You know, I'm standing out there in the gathering space and people can't get out the door without looking at them before they even get out the door. It's interesting. When we fast for the right reasons, do it with prudence. Fasting helps us to control our desires so that we can stay more focused on what is right and true and so that we can resist temptation in our lives. Fasting helps us remind us that we are pilgrims on this earth and that we're always on a journey to our true home in heaven. It's all about preparing ourselves for that home. The saints never lost sight of where they were going. There's a great story in this regard. The Irish abbess, St. Bridget of Kildare. Visitors were always welcome at her abbey, but they oftentimes had to earn their keep as well. On one occasion, a group of priests arrived there to give a retreat. They had been traveling a long ways, and when they got there, they were hungry. So they asked for a meal. St. Bridget saw this as a teaching moment. She said, we're hungry too for the word that you bring us. Preach first, and then we will feed you. The season of Lent that we're entering into 
is incredibly important for our growth and for the life of the church as well to keep all of us on our pilgrim way. Always remember that our fasting must be accompanied by prayer and almsgiving as well. Only by doing all three are we following Christ's example. Fasting helps us to control our self-centered desires. Prayer helps us learn God's desire for our lives. Almsgiving helps be sure that we're that God's love in our lives overflows to the good of our neighbor. God has so much grace for all of us in this holy season. Let us open our heart this day to the graces that God wishes to give us and to pour into our lives and into the church in this holy season of Lent.